I mean, this whole thing's just going to go live on YouTube. And But, I mean, we can just edit this portion out of the actual, like, audio pod. But if anybody ever finds this on YouTube, they're going to be like, what in the world? <laughs> How to slack with the guy, the girl, and the guru. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, since we don't have the intro in the YouTube version, sorry for all you YouTubers, uh, y'all are going to get to hear Jack say something right about now. This is the guru, the girl, and the guy, Coach Anderson, Coach Jones, and my dad. And anyway, everybody, welcome to The Guru, The Girl, and The Guy. My name is Nathan Anderson. I am most definitely the guy. Kelsey Jones, I am the girl. Uh, Jay Fishback, and I guess I'm the quasi-guru. <laughs> well, so it's it's been a minute since we've, uh, since we've done this. So It's that time, uh, yeah, time of year. I, I'm excited. Julia is already annoyed at me, so I just know what time of year it is. <laughs> Well, if there is a if there is a time to, to be excited, it's the fall. We we get to, to jump in, so we're all educators, so we're we're kind of locking and loading here. Um, but right off from the bat, Jay is going to teach us about um, fantasy pros and uh, a draft wizard. So if you've never done a draft and mock draft, uh, this is something for for all of us to learn and experience. So Jay is going to walk us through fantasy pros, or I guess it's draftwizard.fantasypros.com. Um, and he's going to explain the ins and outs of all this to us. And all right, ready, set, off you go. Well, it's it's a great tool to use. You know, like if you you know you're sort of feeling that the draft is such kind of a pressure time where you have to. I mean, that can make or break your whole season. You know, and it's on the clock, and you, you know the guy that you might want gets taken, and it's it's sort of yeah. a kind of a high pressure situation. So. Um, one of the things that it, this is a really good tool. It's free. You get to use it, you know, and I highly recommend doing it. Now, there is one caveat to that. It's always going to tell you that you drafted a shitty team. Yes. Um, and the reason why is because, I mean, you can get, like, at the end, it gives you a little breakdown on, you know, who's the best team. Like, you have the best starters and the best bench. And if you want to get, like, the highest grade on it, <clears throat> then you just pick the highest player that they have listed. Which is crap. Auto draft, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And so, at the end, when we do this, even my good teams, uh, they always say like a C or a, you know, they're never the top team. So don't let that fool you. Don't let that discourage you. You didn't do a bad job. It's just the way that they have them ranked. So it's really um, that's one thing to keep in mind when people first start doing it. They feel like they've done something wrong or screwed something up, and that's not the case. So. So, all right. So, okay. The, so, go, uh, so, can you explain? So, we've got league types here, and so we've got regular versus dynasty, and I think y'all are in both of them. Is that correct? Um, so, my dynasty league—it's not really a dynasty. A, a true dynasty league means that you are, and it totally changes how you draft and really how you play, because in a dynasty league, it puts all the pressure on finding. I mean, you're drafting rookies like crazy, and you're taking shots on rookies because if they become the next Ezekiel Elliott or Jordan Howard or, 
you know, who David Johnson was like a fifth round guy, you know, and if you find that guy and it's a dynasty league, you get to keep him. Like whoever got David Johnson in their dynasty league is loving life for the next like 10 yeah. years, you know? So it puts a, a big pressure on, you know, you would never draft a guy like Brandon Marshall in a dynasty league. You know, I mean, you might just to screw around, but I mean, that guy's career is almost over. So the high picks are going to be your young guys, your, your Dalvin Cook, your Leonard Fournette. Those guys are going to be at a premium. So it totally changes. I mean, if it's just a straight redraft, you want to play for this year. You're not playing for the future. So now we had um, I had a keeper league where it was just one keeper, but the people who didn't have good keepers decided to to not do that this year, um, which is fine because I'll play either way. Um, Hang on, just to clarify, did you say keeper or kicker? Keeper, keeper. <laughs> you, get, you got to keep one guy um, off of that team that you know your best player. Basically, you could lock him down. Uh, like, I mean, I had Levy. I kept the very first year we did it. I kept Odell. Uh, and then that was the year that Le'Veon Bell had his like three game suspension. So I got him for a cheap price. And this year I was going to keep Le'Veon Bell. Um, so you get to basically choose one person that you can keep on your roster from last year without, it basically means you're, it's your first round. You get to pick whoever you want off yeah. your team and it takes the place kind of a first round. But then you got guys like John Moore who didn't have anybody on their team and they're trying to keep Cam. Um, and so they, they hate it, you know? So. Yeah. I've got. All right. So what's the difference between the scoring? So Kelsey, have you played in a PPR? Um, I haven't ever done a full point PPR. I've done a half point PPR where you get half a point for every reception. Um, and that's always interesting, obviously, in that kind of league your running backs who can catch the ball and play a prolific role in the passing game are going to be more valuable. So your Theo Riddicks, your Tevin Coleman's, uh, your Danny Woodheads, they're going to go a little bit higher than they would in say like a standard draft. And it even changes receiver wise, like a guy like a Jarvis Landry or a golden Tate or somebody who's a slot. It's usually slot receivers that get kind of peppered with targets. Um, you know, those guys, you get a huge benefit because you, I mean, it's like you may catch a, a screen pass that was a two-yard pass, which wouldn't give you, you know, you'd have to catch five of those to get one point in a standard league. But if you caught, you know, you caught the same amount, you would end up with, you know, seven points out of that whole, de- you know, so it's a whole it's a whole different kind of, you know, thing. You get a, a point every time, a, you know, it hits their hands and they catch it. So, yeah, I personally think that's your- too much. I think the half point's a great, like, in-between. Yeah. I agree. I think I think the half point is enough that it rewards the folks who do their research, um, but it doesn't make it – doesn't totally change the game. Yeah. All right. So on draft type, snake is just whenever you're going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then uh, – Yes. Uh, auction is – I've never done it. Um but it is kind of a strange format. I don't really like it, but what you do is you, you put up a player, like, let's say we put up Zeke Elliott and everybody has, you get like a a budget. And so like, you know, let's say you really want Zeke. We start making bids for him. 
I put in 10 bucks and then Kelsey, you're like, well, I want them. So it's 15 and, and it just keeps going up and whoever bids the most gets that player. And then you move on yeah. to the next guy. So let's say we, you know, whoever it is, Dez, we want Dez. So, and then it just keeps going. That's historically horrifying. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Um, it's a lot of work. And seems like it would take forever, right? Oh, Oh, well, well, let's the uh, the league did it in the in one episode, and it only took them like fifteen minutes. Julia also brought up the kind of historical racial uh, overtone, like of that, like it's let's not let's not oh, gosh, like yeah. auction off these guys, you know. So bad. <laughs> I didn't even think about it like that, but she that was me. No, but hey. that's why we do snake. Yeah, that we love everybody except snakes. Um, no, but it's just a whole different type of deal. I've never done it, um, but it, it seems a little intense to me. But what happens is, like, if you exhaust your budget, yeah. you have to wait till, like, if somebody puts up a nobody and, you know, like, nobody yeah. wants them, then you, you can make a, you know, you can put a claim on him, I guess, for zero dollar. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot more work than I think anybody's really yeah. ready for. Yeah. And then, uh, so on here, we're just going to go very basic. We're just going to do number of teams. We're probably going to move it to 10 just so, or excuse me, if I knew my number strategy, we're just going to make it 10 just for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, draft position. Does it matter if we do fourth? No, it matters because I want third. It matters because yeah. that's the position I'm in. So I want to see kind of how it falls right there. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, this one is going to be a mock for Jay. And then do we need to change these roster positions on what you're willing to pick? So right now we've got quarterback is going one, running backs two, wides three. Okay, so put wide receivers two. Tight end one is is good. And then there is a – our flex is – it's not technically a super flex. A super flex is the one at the very bottom where it's the quarterback, wide receiver, running back. It can be anybody, um, but we don't want that. But you would almost. It's always a two quarterback league. Quarterback. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's always a two quarterback league. So we don't want that one. We want the one that says it, it cut off. But I think it is running back, wide receiver, tight end. That's the one we want. Because okay. technically it's a normal flex, but it allows us to play tight end if we want. Gotcha. Right. If you have there Jordan you Reed and Gronk and like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. And everything else is good. Bench is good. All that stuff's good. All right. We're good. All right. We're going to start Let's your draft. It. Insert drum roll. All right. So it'll probably go pretty fast. The first, you know, when you're doing these, your pick, I think you have as much time as you want, but the the other ones will will rattle off really quick. So I think the best way okay. for us to do about do this is just to talk um, talk through each pick as they go through. I mean, the first the first That's round good. is going to be pretty easy because it's like it's what everybody picks, you know. So right, David. Jones well, speaking of that, okay. So what are y'all's top ones that you need to go for? I know everybody's saying. Um, Okay, so our draft logs over there on the side, I, David Johnson went first, Le'Veon Bell went yep. second. That's pretty standard. I actually personally have those guys flipped. I think Le'Veon okay. Bell is 
they're both I, I I think that he has a better scoring opportunity now that's hard to say with David Johnson because I mean they're both studs like you're never going to go wrong with either one but yeah. I I think because Arizona is not as good of a team or not I don't know that's the only option Arizona has that and Larry Fitzgerald so I think that Lev, if it was me and I had the first pick, I'm taking Lev Bell because even in a, like you know a small sample size last year, he you know he he was the number two back with like only playing 13 games. Yeah. So, but you cannot go wrong with these two guys. They are like locked and loaded studs. They they yeah. are not only running backs, but they're also like a wide receiver two or wide receiver three, yeah. and you get double out of them. So. One A and one B. That's right. Now the third one is, man, it's really dependent on Zeke. It's dependent on if there's a, a suspension. Um, for I'm nervous about it. I'm nervous. I mean, I'm hoping that the damn news comes out soon because they've talked yeah. about it for the last two weeks that it's going to come out. But what would be so, Kelsey? What would be your how many games would it cause you to not draft him third? And and I'll tell you my feelings because I've gone back and forth on this a bunch. Yeah. I think more than three. Um, I think with, with just a three-game suspension, you know, we saw last year with Le'Veon Bell that you can weather that, mm-hmm. especially if you get, you know, McFadden. Um, you know, Dallas's line isn't quite as good as last year, but I think they're still good enough, and I think McFadden is still a good enough runner that if you pair him – with another good running back, you'll be okay. Now, I will say, if I'm going, if I'm going to take that risk on Zeke, I'm probably looking to go running backs back uh, back to back. I, I think you have um, to, right? Get, yeah, you got you got to get another big work, workhorse who can come in and carry that load if they need to. And I agree with that. I think three is still high to me because the yeah. year that, like last year, or, or I guess it was last year, I got Le'Veon Bell at the very end of the first round. In, in that one. And I still was kind of worried about it. And yeah, you know, you know, I don't last know. year, they were so high on the wide receivers, like they were going off the board really quickly and things have definitely flipped back this year. So yeah. I think that though your running backs are going to go a lot more quickly. Um, and so I think if you have a shot at getting, you know, someone who could lead the league, um, it's hard. It's hard to turn that up I know. You know, or pass that up. Today. So this is my thinking. So there's not many guys that you can get that are is that that are just going to dominate the target share at running back. And these three guys are yep. the ones. Um, yep. You know, the other one that I would think of is Lashawn McCoy because they just got rid of Gillisley. Um, yep. But his coach Anthony Lynn that loved to run the ball left. Um, he's getting older. He still produces, but yeah. and he is notorious for getting hurt. Um, you know, so I'm worried about that. But I think he is one of the other ones that's going to dominate the market share. Um, and then yeah. Melvin Gordon might be the other one. See, with Devonta Freeman, it's like yeah. you know, it's going to be split between him and Tevin Coleman. With yep. Demarco Murray, I'm afraid of Derek. They've already been talking about getting Henry more carries. Um, and, but I don't think talent wise, Melvin Gordon and Zeke Elliott are the same. Like there's a a clear difference in talent to me there. So I, I think that, and another reason is this is a week to week game. 
So Zeke will win you the he'll win you weeks. You know what I'm saying? When he comes back, he will win you weeks. Um, and I'm just I, I think I'm gonna have to. So draft him. Draft him. We'll take him third. See what happens. All right. So, so all you do Kelsey, you in agreement with that one? Taking Zeke third. That's what I've been doing, yeah. All right, so he is going. All right, so now it'll run through the rest of them real quick. And so let's run through and talk about them. Antonio Brown, Julio, all the wide receivers. I can't see it. It got small for me. Jay Ajayi, DeMarco Murray's gone, Jordan Howard. Are you looking at it big? It's it's real small on mine. I can't see it at all. R- run them off after Zeke. What happened? Who got four? All right. Uh, so, Antonio Brown. Okay, here we go. It got big for a second. Antonio Brown was fourth, and then who else? Yeah. Julio, Odell, A.J. Green, LaShawn McCoy, Mike Evans, Melvin Gordon. At the turn, you got Michael Thomas, Devonta Freeman, Jordy Nelson, Jay Ajayi. DeMarco Murray, Jordan Howard, and Amari Cooper. Okay. Um, Nathan, talk real fast so I can see that pop up. Uh, There you go. uh, (laughs) How was that? Is that okay? That was perfect. (laughs) So I think your first six are even seven, even with A.J. Green there. I think that's pretty standard. I think that's the way everybody is going to go. Um, Mike Evans, I, I see that right there. Um, that that's a pretty good one. And then who went after Evans? Melvin Gordon. Uh, I don't know if I'm sold on him. I really don't. Um, he had a great year last year, but goodness, that's that scares me a little bit. And then who's after Gordon? Yeah, Freeman. Uh, Michael Thomas. Oh, Thomas. That's early for him. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, that's, to me, that's way too early for Tom. He's a stud, and he had a great year, but, man, I would much rather Same have him stud. in the second round. See, this is what gives yeah. me anxiety is that because you pick third, you, you watch all these elite players go off the board. Yeah. And so when it is time for your turn, it's like, oh, goodness, who, who do we got? So, yeah. so after Thomas, are you seeing it big, Kelsey? Are you seeing it full size? How can I? I am, but so there's a way if you like click on it, that just okay. stays there okay. for me okay. now. You mean buttons? I don't know how to work buttons. <laughs> okay, here we go. I got it. You have right. to excuse my friend. He's a little slow. Very slow. Very slow. <laughs> um, I'm about as slow as Tom Brady's 40. Did you, yeah. see, the, did you see the video when. Did you see that first 40th birthday? Somebody tweeted the video of him running the 40, and it was god awful. <laughs> all right. So for for all arms. Man does not look athletic when you. No, play. no. Um, so I see Mike Evans. I understand. Like I, I get. I don't think he's going to have that bad, that good a year. I I I think there's some regression yeah. built in there. He scored a lot of touchdowns, and don't get me wrong, he's good. Um, but with Deshaun Jackson coming in with that tight end, you know, um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to – I know he was the number one receiver, so it's hard to say that. But um, so Well, here's think, my question is when do we go into quarterbacks? Because we're, we're watching this and, and our, our, we're, we're drafting here and, and we're fixing to go second round. And we've got some 
I mean, they're obviously big names. I've, I've already jumped the list, and we're we're getting into the the. I mean, see, okay. not exactly the cream of the crop anymore. So this is kind of what I've been thinking too. And our league also bumped up the four point passing touchdown, not to six, but we decided to go in the middle and go five, which adds just okay. a little bit. You know, we wanted to sort of make it the the middle ground there. So, um, go back up, scroll up a little bit. I want to see the, just the list as it went. So we have, um, Michael Thomas at the very first pick of the second round scares me. Devonta Freeman's good. Jordan's going to score a million touchdowns. Ajayi scares me on that team now with, with Cutler running the show. Well, he only had one big game, and that was last year. And then everything else was just mediocre. Thankfully, I owned him for that week. He had a and couple. He had two 200-yard games. But, yeah, I hear you. I'm, but he's I, not consistent. That's my argument with him. And with them totally focusing as him the number one option, I, I, I think that's going to be rough for him. I think you can make yeah. that same case for Jordan Howard. Um but I, DeMarco Murray, I wish would have come back around. Like if I could have got him, I would have felt great about that with my second pick. Um, I think Amari Cooper that early in the second round is stupid. When you can, I mean, Michael Crabtree has outproduced him for two straight years, and you can get him way later. I'm afraid of Cooper. I think that's a bad move. Um, well, do you think Crabtree is going to be worthwhile? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Where you get him value wise, he's going to be way later. I mean, you can get him in the fifth and sixth round, and that's uh, I'm all about that. Now, yeah. This see, this is my dilemma right here, and this is what scares me. There's T. Y. Hilton, who who is a great receiver, but they're talking about Luck being out for the first yeah. couple weeks, and without Luck, he's not a good receiver. I don't even know who the backup is on that team for uh, you know for the quarterback. So. Um, I'm not willing to take my second pick and make it T.Y. Hilton. But when you go look at those running backs, Um, I don't like Todd Gurley. Um, Uh -uh. I think he's going to be okay. I think he'll go somewhere in between um, what he did the first year and the second year. But I don't like him right there. Um, Scroll down. Who are the other ones? I don't trust Fournette. I, I no, don't think... rookies are hard. All right. So this is this is so are we in agreement Gurley is not worth the value right here at this pick. I don't think he I don't is. Think so. No, I, I don't I don't think so. I think Fournette's gonna have the volume, but Jacksonville's gonna suck again and they're gonna yep. have to pass. I just don't know if he's gonna be able to do it. They have a terrible offensive line. Crowell is I think it's too high for him right here. Yeah, just, I've been seeing I, him go like third and fourth. Second just feels too early. Me too. And I think he's got a good offensive line. I'm sort of tempted by – I mean, I I feel like we need to take a running back here though. Now, yeah. hold on. Let's talk about this. Do you go Gronk here? Oof. It's second. He's normally been a first. He's. I mean, yeah. he can be a, a real game changer. That that's the thing with Gronk is he can he can give you a twenty point advantage at that position. Yes, and and that's hard to come by. Now that's assuming he's he's healthy and he's good to go. Absolutely, um, it stays that way. I Oof. 
So let's just, just for fun, let's see how this goes down. Okay. So okay. if, if I was to take a running back there, if I was to take a running back, I think, man, but Rogers in the five point is looking mighty tasty, but I don't know if he's going to yeah. come back around when we come back around. So let's just do it. Let's just take Gronk and see what happens. I'm down. Let's okay. do it. All right. So this is great radio. No, it's, we're good. <laughs> we, we've got me making just, noise earlier. There we yeah, go. Yeah. I think you just double yeah, click on it. It brings them up. Dead air. So in my mocks, this is about 10 rounds earlier than I've been taking a tight end. Just so everyone knows how big of a stretch this is for me right now. I know, I know. And see, and I don't even like, uh, if it's not him, if it's not Gronk, I don't like the other two guys anywhere before the fourth or the fifth. Um, yeah. If it's not him, who else are you targeting? Uh, go down your list to the tight ends right there and, and see who else, um, Who? what other player who has been your tight end target? Because I'll tell you who mine has been. So I've, I, I had been looking at Eric Ebron um, and getting him pretty late. Uh, but now with some of this injury stuff that's been coming out, uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it changes things for me. So I don't know if I'm going to be looking at maybe trying to pick someone up a little bit better later on. Um, I think in the last one I did, I picked around the same time. Got getting... I can't, I can't remember now, but I, I have, I've been drafting them a lot later and thinking about streaming um, and just trying to stockpile running backs and wide receivers. So if I don't go Gronk, my next guy I'm targeting is Jimmy Graham. I think he proved himself last year. I think he's, you know, they actually came out and said that he, he had been playing hurt basically yep. all last year and still did well. So I think he's good. Um and if, if I push it even further than that, I like Kyle Rudolph and Delaney Walker, and you can get both of those guys pretty late. Um, but if it's not Gronk, have you been? so I, I've found that I'm getting Kyle Rudolph in the eighth, ninth. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, and I feel like that's pretty good. And, and same thing with Delaney Walker. I think that you can press those guys all the way out. Now, I think there's a big drop-off when you get to the Ebrons and the Ertz and I just, I think they don't have that touchdown upside. Yeah. At that point you're, you're looking at streaming pretty much, um, which I, which I'm okay with. I'm not opposed to streaming my tight end. Yeah. Me neither. So looks like after we took Gronk, T.Y. went off, Isaiah Crowell went off and 210. I still think that's too early for him. I think that's too high. Now, Des went off. Um, I I would have seriously thought about taking Aaron Rodgers there. He went yeah. a pick before us. Um, I would have seriously thought about it. I don't feel as comfortable taking Brady or Breeze this early when it, I think yeah. Rodgers is a whole nother tier just because of his touchdowns. I, I think Brady has the potential to score a lot of touchdowns, but Aaron Rodgers does it on a cons- – I mean, I think it's just on a different level. So, um, and and that team relies on him. There's no running game. It's, I mean, Ty Montgomery is a damn wide receiver playing running back. So it's all on Aaron Rodgers' shoulders. Plus I think the defense is sorry. So he's going to have to throw a bunch. 
So he's in his own thing. So when he's gone right now, now this is what stresses me out. Like this is where I kind of, so with this, this pick right here. So let's go down and look, let's look at our, our options here. It's going to have to be running back wide receiver, right? I mean, we got it. We got to get somebody. All right, so we got Gurley and Gurley and Fournette still. I mean, we're in the third. I still don't feel great about them. No. Um, I would much rather have, if I could wait another round, I would much rather have a guy, like, take a flyer on Marshawn Lynch, see what happens. Yeah. Um, He's been going pretty early in some of my – like, I've been seeing him go, like – third round and I feel like that's a little bit early for me I've I've felt more comfortable looking at him in like the late fourth or fifth yeah and see and this is this is what gets me right here because I I don't feel great about Doug Baldwin I mean he's a good receiver but Demarius Thomas is going to be hampered by uh, his quarterback I Hopkins I gotta see it because last year he was so bad I know it's Osweiler but he was so bad yeah. Brandon Cooks is – go ahead. I'm sorry. The, the thing with Hopkins is, is you know, it's not Osweiler, but they still don't have, like, a proven quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, you assume it's going to be uh, be Watson taking over at some point. But, how you know, how comfortable do you feel making that your number one receiver? Yeah, I know. Uh, not very good, you know, not no. very good. No. Now, I, honestly, I don't feel good about any of these guys as my number no. one receiver. And that's what sucks, <laughs> no. you know. We, we, we've got um, some solid twos and threes here. But the the only problem with that, I mean, it's not like we made a mistake because I wouldn't have felt good at T.Y. as our number one. No. I wouldn't feel I, good, you know. I just, I, I don't know. So I don't feel like we made a mistake on that. Um so go back down. What about Brandon Cooks in this spot? And I know he's not a number one. I know. Um, but He's got the I, best situation, I think, out of any of them. And the other guy, like if I could pair a Brandon Cooks and come back around and still maybe catch a Keenan Allen, yeah. I would feel pretty good. I think he's way down on the list. I think he's being undervalued this year. Um, he, he's good. And I know he got hurt, but he had a damn exploded kidney. That's not like his fault or whatever, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I know he had that. Yeah. That's not poor training. <laughs> exactly. And I know he had the ACL last year, but from all accounts, he's looking good. Um, yeah. Oh, this is rough, man. This is rough. Um, well, this is Mark. So, so let's, uh, let's not waste all our time just okay. on this one. Pick. Let's go cooks. Let's, is everybody okay with yeah, I, that? I agree. Let's see what we can get I there. Cooks. Yeah. All right. So let's see what happened after that. All right. So Cooks, then Baldwin, then Gurley, then Fournette, Thomas. Looks like Marshawn went. Mark Ingram went way higher than I expected him to. Yeah. Um, of course, Keenan Allen guy we wanted jumped off the board. So, all right, let's look at our options. I still think that we Brady went off. Um, 
I don't like taking Breeze here. I still think we need to pad our wide receiver running back. The fact that we went tight end for like so early, I think that has got to be our priority. Is just look and see who we can. Who comes what do you up. think about the about the favorable news coming out of San Francisco the last couple of weeks about Carlos Hyde? Is that making you feel any better about taking him? So I think he's going to be the starter. I think yeah. he's not going to have a lot of. And, and even if he is a starter, and I know it's Kyle Shanahan's offense, it's going to be a new offense. I, I get that, yeah. but I don't think that. I mean, he has gotten hurt every damn year. He's not yeah. reliable. I just I now Joe Mixon scares me. Um, I don't personally like the guy, but you know starts. I don't know if he starts yeah. the year, and and because we only have one guy, I don't know. I mean, we already have a guy that's that may be on suspension. I don't know if I can wait. You know, and I half- I think even. Even if he takes over, it's still going to be a little bit of a quarterback by committee, but with three guys in there, you know? Yeah. Now, so none of those guys, I, I'm not willing to take McCaffrey this this soon. I know he's probably the most talented guy. Um, yeah. Him and, him and Mixon. I think both of those guys are talented. I think McCaffrey has a better path and a more defined role early. He's going to be that third down passing back, and that's what's going to happen. Um, yep. Now – what about Crabtree? I see. I sort of feel like I want to take the shot on Pryor before Crabtree. Ooh, okay. Because um, bet on cousin? I, yeah, because I ain't, I'm not betting on Alshon Jeffries. I don't think Devontae Adams produces like he did last year. I think that was a fluke with Rogers throwing touchdowns and Randall Cobb's coming back healthy. I don't like that. Um, yeah, click the more. Okay. I think prior because Jordan Reed is perpetually hurt. Um, uh, you know, Doxon is hurt. Did you hear that? He went down with the MRI on his hamstring. Um, even Crowder's yeah. been held out of three practices. And I, you know, I say take him. I say take prior. Are y'all okay with that? Yeah, he's an exceptional athlete. Yeah. I know he's, yeah. I trust him more than Alshon. I, I definitely agree with that. All right, drafting. Okay. So now we're going to have to find some gems at running back. <laughs> yeah, some right. diamonds in the rough. Yeah, so McCaffrey went, and then Kelsey. That's actually not a terrible spot for Kelsey for, like, the end of the fourth, almost the beginning of the yeah. fifth. Now I'm sort of having buyer's remorse on, on – uh, on Gronk, but that's okay. It happens. All right, so let's yeah. look at our, our running backs again. Who do we got? I mean, you still have Carlos Hyde and Joe Mixon and TJ Anderson. All three of them, they're still in the top 20, but... Um, I, I like... Gillisley this year. I don't like him now. I think we might be able to pick him up on the turn, like coming back around, maybe. Um, I think he's got lots of touchdown upside. I, I don't know. Those three guys sitting there at the top, Hyde, Mixon, and Anderson, all scare me. Um, I agree. The Jets are a freaking dumpster fire. Dalvin Cook is interesting to me. I think he's going to be the starter. Um, 
I, I don't feel comfortable drafting Tevin Coleman a backup this early. I just don't. I know he had a good year last year, but I just don't. So what if we do this? Um, let's look at our receivers. What are our receivers? Because I feel like we might be able to get all of these guys, I think, are in a pretty good tier. I think when you go get down to Paul Perkins, I think all those guys are still kind of in a one tier. Yeah. Um, you still have Crabtree out there if you're looking at receivers. I know. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. And so who's who's our receivers right now? We have Terrell Pryor and who was the other one? I think, uh, is he our Pryor and Cooks. Oh, Cooks. Okay. Pryor Cooks. That's right. That's right. Okay. Get, go Crabtree. He's solid. He's solid. I think we can – I think we. I think that's our best move. Because yeah. another thing you I have to watch out for is. Off. Well, we have two boomer bust players. I think Brandon Cooks is going to be a boomer bust guy. Terrell Pryor, yeah. I think, is going to be the same. So we need somebody that's like even keel. He's going to get his catches, and I think that's Crabtree. Um, Agreed. All right. So let's see what we got left here. Uh, what happened? So Hyde so, went right after Reed, Olsen, Breeze, Mixon. Wayne. I know Reed's tough, and Jay and I, you kind of, you and I, t- kind of talked about this. I'm just afraid that dude's made a glass this year. I, I love him as a player, and he's a monster when he's on. But man, he just he he cannot stay on the field, and no. uh, and it scares me. You know, to to pay a fifth round pick for a tight end, you better. Uh, coming from the guy that picked freaking Gronk in the second <laughs> round. But I think, again, I think that's a little different. Um, Jimmy Graham in the sixth round is pretty good. That's pretty yeah, good. So um, Tyreek Hill, Rudolph. I think Rudolph's a little early right here. Oh, man, Martavis Bryant was up there. We should have gone Martavis Bryant. I would rather Is have, he even cleared? I think he's going to be. I think he's going to okay. be. I should have taken him over prior, probably. Ah, crap. Buyer's remorse already, man. I'm screwed this whole draft up. <laughs> okay. Um, and this is why you practice, ladies and no gentlemen. No joke. So right? let's. All right. I think Russell Wilson has gone off. So I think we've missed that whole. I think we got to wait on quarterback at this point. I think yeah. if we went Gronk that early, we have to wait on quarterback. So. Let's look at um, let's look at running back. Your boy Tilsley is still there. I know he is. I know he is. Um, I like him overall. Those guys above him too. I think I too. that he's going to have the goal line work. I know they're talking yep. about this Rex Burkhead nonsense, but no. I, I don't think that's going to be a thing. I think Gillisley is a much better player. Um. Yeah, I agree. That that's I I would feel good about making that pick. Go go to um go receivers real quick. Just look at them real quick and let's see. I know we already have some, but Golden Tate, Edelman, Crowder, Sneed, Moncrief. Okay, no, I think we have to go. I think we have to go, Gillis. Yeah, I think Kelsey's right in this pick. Get a little bit more depth. Mm-hmm. 
the only thing you kind of have to worry about is you've got three guys that now have week nine buys, but that's week nine though. Yeah, and I sort of I don't really look at that when I'm drafting. I, I try not to pay attention to that. I'll deal with that later. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's I don't far enough out. It's yeah. not like everybody's early. Yeah, and who knows what's going to happen? You know, like I don't yeah. know. I don't. All right. Um, All right. So Golden Tate got picked up. Julian Edelman, Matt Ryan, Delaney Walker. Okay. okay so. Let's look at, I mean, I, it's going to be QB. I still think we wait. I, I don't, I'm not ready to take luck if he's not there. I personally don't know if Cousins is going to have as good a year. Um, Mariota, maybe, but I, I want to wait. I want to wait. I feel like there's better guys. I feel much more comfortable with the Prescott, Stafford. Rivers, you know, I'm I'm okay with all those guys, so I think we can wait on that. Now, so you're running back to your top twenty. The only top twenty you got left is C.J. Anderson. I'm afraid of him. I I don't think that they're very good. Um, Your wideouts. I okay. So let's talk about this. I think Crowder's going to have a tough time repeating. He played so freaking well last year. Um, I think he's going to have a tough time repeating that he's going to be, I mean, I think he's not going to be the first option. Um, I I guess none of these guys are at this point, except for Kelvin Benjamin. He's still number one. Uh, I know he was terrible last year. Um, And he came to camp a little out of shape. So uh, what about (laughs) off? The guy that's jumped, it would be Moncrief right here for me if if Luck was healthy. I think that's like I think that would be a good pick. Yeah, I but think, do you see him stepping up and and actually having to do something? So um, when he played, he was a touchdown machine. Um, but you know he's been hurt. I, I mean, it's a broken bone, so it's not like yeah, you know, it is what it is. But uh, once that heals, it should be fine. Um, I, how do you feel think, about Willie Sneed here? So that's what I was going to say. I think you need someone who's going to be consistent since we already have some high-risk, high-reward guys. Yeah. I like Sneed. I do too. Especially if you're getting half point for a reception. I think that's a good pick. Yeah, I think Deshaun Jackson sort of jumps out at me there too. But he like, again, we ha- that's Brandon Cooks 2.0. Like, I don't need that guy. You yeah. know, it's the same type. We got to be smart yeah. on our roster here. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I like Sneed. I'm, I'm okay with that. I think he's the best value there. I agree. Zero percent of the experts agree, by the way, guys. I know. I was just fixing to make that comment. Don't worry about them. They don't know. <laughs> they probably don't have a podcast. <laughs> That's right. They don't have a podcast. <laughs> Hell, they might have a podcast. They don't have a YouTube. Okay. Hey. <laughs> so Ertz, Went, Luck, Carr, Eifert, Cousins, Bennett, Mariota. Okay. Man, All round right. eight is nothing but running backs. I know. So let's look at our roster and let's see what we have. We have we have three do we have three running backs? No, we no. need another running back. Okay, so we're, 
Yeah, we're pretty – I think we need to stop on wide receivers. We we need to find yeah. some running backs that we can play with here. So just to recap for any audience members who have gotten lost, we're still missing a quarterback. We've got Zeke and Gillisley at running back. We've got Cooks, Pryor, and Sneed at wide out. We've got Gronk at tight end, and we've got Crabtree as our flex for now. Which isn't a bad team. I mean, I'm, I no. feel okay yeah. about it, you know. Um Okay, so let's look at these running backs. And there's one that sort of jumps out to me here. I want to see if it jumps out at you too. So let's let's look at that top of that list. Is there anybody on there that that you like? I mean, Woodhead is always intriguing when you get points for receptions. I I know. Yeah. I know. But I don't think he's going to and I think he's going to be used a lot, but he's going to have to split time. Terrence West yeah. will be on the field, you know. Yeah. I think he will be the primary first and second down back. Now, man, Frank Gore, <laughs> old man, he, old man he, Gore. he's so consistent too. He's going to, he's going to get you points. Yeah. So the guy that I think really jumps off there, there's kind of two people here that, that jump off to me. And one of them is Eddie Lacey. I know um, it just came out that he met that weight goal the other day, um, they had been kind of quiet about that, but um, Pete Carroll came out and said he had made that weight goal, got $55,000 for three for un- three, right? That's right. Being under 250 pounds. Um, and I don't know if it's going to be him or Rawls, but if we could get Rawls as a flyer super late, you would lock up that yeah. backfield. The only other guy, and honestly, if I didn't have Zeke, I might look at Doug Martin here. Look at him. Um, I know he's suspended for three games, um, but I think he's going to come back and sort of dominate that backfield. Um, I just been getting first team snaps. I mean, I know. I I feel like because of Zeke, we can't pull the trigger on that. You know, that's mm -hmm. just too many weeks in the beginning. Now, if it comes out that Zeke is like one game, then I would feel okay about it. Yeah. I, what, what do you, which one? I'll let y'all pick this one. I, I sort of lean Lacey, but what, what do y'all think? I'm okay with Lacey. I've been taking him in a few drafts. I, I'd, I'd held off because they were being so quiet about that last weight, weight goal. And I didn't know if he met it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to, I think he's going to beat Rawls. You know, I think Rawls had a chance last year to sew that job up and he didn't. I, so I, I think, think you're right. I think that's going to be, that's going to be Lacey. Um, that he'd probably have my vote. Okay. I'm good with that. All right, so 33% of the experts agree. I can't believe that he that Lacey's still on the board before Bilal Powell and Tevin Coleman. Yeah, like I, I and Paul Backups. Perkins. Paul Perkins, yeah. for God's sake. I, I don't know. I feel like I don't know. All right, so Adrian Peterson went after our pick for Lacey, Danny Woodhead, Crowder, and then Doug Martin. So it's back up to us again, huh? Uh-huh. Yep. All right. So now is where, in the ninth round, I'm starting to look at quarterbacks. Let's look and okay. see what we got left here. Because I think we, I don't know. Let's see. I mean, you got Roethlisberger, Prescott, Stafford. I mean, James Winston, if you want to. I don't want to. Or I don't want no. part of Winston. <laughs> No crab legs. Yeah, and I do not want. I I, I still I think Cam's going to be better than last year, but I I think 
the fact that they want to take Cam's running away from him takes away his biggest weapon. So I don't like that. I think Roethlisberger, if uh, Martavis Bryant is back, is sort of intriguing. I know he's got the stupid home road splits, but um, I think I think it's something crazy. Like when um, when Martavis is there, it's like a whole they score a whole nother average another touchdown per game, which is is pretty wild. I. Which one would you rather have, Roethlisberger, Prescott, or Stafford? Or Rivers, so, I guess. Stafford is intriguing to me. Because me too. he's always been kind of high touchdowns. Um, I don't think Detroit is very good, so I think mm-hmm. they'll probably be throwing more than Prescott or Roethlisberger. I agree. I've actually been targeting Stafford in, in, in a few of my drafts um, and been feeling pretty good rolling with him. I know, I know Philip Rivers, everyone was talking about they had a great draft, but he burned me last year. He had yep. 23 turnovers. I mean, yep. it was just an insane number. Um, I'm, when I was losing five games in a row by less than two points and he was throwing a pick every single one, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm a little bitter with him. All right, so let's think about Stafford because we're at the turn here. This will be our second pick, so it's going to be – a number of picks in between us, and I'm afraid there's going to be a quarterback run here. So but I, I just don't agree yeah. with Stafford as I, that. I I don't because I had him last year and yeah, and he I just much better in the second half. So okay, so uh, who else, I, who else so on I this picked, list do you like? Well, I picked up Dak as the last pick in the draft last year, and he ended up doing average better for me than Stafford did. I know. I, I mean, that's why I'm, I want to go, like, either Prescott or Roethlisberger. I mean, I know Roethlisberger is the big name, not just in the amount of letters, but, like, yeah. he's got some some decent targets going for him. Yeah. And and he's got kind of that pedigree. Like, you know what to expect. Dak is still, I mean, sophomore year, and trust me, I'm a Cowboys fan, and I'm rooting for him extra hard, and he's got Zeke, and so – I think if you go with Dak, you're also betting on the Cowboys doing really well this year. Or do you diversify and go, okay, well, I'm going to go with a trusted name who also has two incredible um, athletes right next to him. So the one thing that Roethlisberger gives you is like the possibility of five touchdown games. He can do that. And I think we're sort of in the range where anybody after – I think even Rivers is like a streaming option. So right. we're not that far away from streaming. So if we did get Roethlisberger for that upside, maybe at home, if his road, home road splits become ridiculous like they did last year, then, you know, maybe streaming an Andy Dalton or uh, somebody might not be the worst thing in those off weeks. So I guess I think you've talked me into it. I'm, I'm okay with Roethlisberger. I, I would take uh, Roethlisberger over over Dak as a Cowboys fan. Me too. Me to say that, but I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna throw for more touchdowns. So let's see what happens if we do that. Okay. Golly, I'm looking at this now. We've got a lot of Week Nine buys. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> that's okay. If we just lose one game, we're gonna yeah. still kick ass. Yeah, that'll oh, be okay. True. We can fill in. We can fill in points out there. So let's see, Frank Gore, LeGarrette Blunt, Derrick Henry, Riddick is pretty good pick. Yeah. I think Kareem Hunt is too early right now. I think it's Spencer Ware's job, and I just – Yep. 
Benjamin Moncrief. I really do like Deshaun Jackson and Pierre Garcon in that 10th round. That's pretty solid. You know, I think both of those guys are going to going to be okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's look at our, we've pretty much got everything now. We just need depth. And where do we need depth? Um, running back, running back. I mean, you're running back. You can absolutely always use another good one if yeah, there's one left over. Of course. And Especially the, the, with the possibility of Zeke being out for a little bit. So let's look yeah. at our running backs and our wide receivers and just see, like, where if anybody jumps out at us. All right. So here's your running backs on the right. Okay. Get Forte out of here. Um, <laughs> Samaj- Duke Johnson's a little intriguing. He is. He is, especially in a half point. Yeah. I I don't know. I know they've yeah. talked him up and they've talked about putting him in the slot, but when they talk about putting a, like a running back in the slot, it, to me that means like it, you're not a good running back. Yeah. You know, I think they did that with CJ, CJ ProSize too. So yeah. now the two guys that really kind of jump off this list to me right here. Okay, so – one of 42 or 43, either Pirine or Kelly, is going to be a starting running back. I think it's going to be Kelly first. Yeah. Now, that could be something that we could think about to get us through those weeks, those early weeks, if Zeke is in trouble. Um, or I think the other move here is to look at Rawls and, and get him and see if that if you know you have one of those two, yeah. What do you think? Have they still been? Has been the news out of Tampa Bay still been Jaquiz looking to start the first three games while Martin's out? I believe that is correct. Just a wrinkle in it. Sorry, I just went down and started looking at wide receivers a little bit more, just seeing if there's anybody we had overlooked. Adam Thielen is interesting, but I, I think we still need a running back, and I think Thielen might be there coming back around. I do too. So, All right, Kelsey, who do you have for running back then? What do you think? I'm good with mm-hmm. either I'm good with either one of the Washington guys. I think if we're going to make that choice because of our roster. Thank you, Ben. Yes. Uh, I think because of our roster, I think we go um, Kelly um, yeah. or Rawls or – down there at 63, we, we look at McFadden here. Ooh. You know, I honestly, I, I probably pass on, that. I pass on that right now, though, because until we know, I don't think it's worth it. Because if it is just yeah. a one-game suspension, I feel like that's a wasted pick. So, so if I'm drafting, so if I'm drafting today, right, and I'm assuming that that uh, Zeke is not suspended because that's how it looks today, then I'm probably going P Ryan. Um, if, if news breaks the next 30 seconds that Zeke is suspended for three games, <laughs> then I change my mind. But I think I'm going Shamaze, Shamaze right now. Yeah. And I saw that kid up close and per- I saw him personally at a track meet in hit at Hendrickson. I've never seen shoulders. I've never seen a high school yeah. kid look like that, to be totally honest. It, I, I'm not lying to you. It looked like the kid had a bowling ball on his shoulder. I'm telling yeah. you, it was, he was the most, and he ran the, anchor leg or the four by one. I mean, he was, I know he's had some fumble problems early in camp, but man, um, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. Cause we have three guys, you know, even if, yeah. 
even if Elliot's out, we throw in Lacey and I mean, we just deal with it. So, yep, I agree. All right. So then we got Meredith who came after us, then Robert Kelly, then Macklin, Jeremy Macklin, and then Hunter Henry. Macklin's interesting to me. Um, you know, he might've been a good pick there if we needed a wide receiver, but, um, Brandon Cooks, Terrell Pryor, Crabtree, Sneed. So we got two kind of boom bust guys and we got two really solid guys on wide receiver. Um, all right, let's look back at wide receiver running, but let's look at wide receiver real quick. Did we lose Kelsey? Uh, my battery is okay. dying. So I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Okay. I just didn't see your face. Yeah. <laughs> Save it on bandwidth as well. There we go. Um, so you got Kenny Britt and Tyrell Williams still. Yeah, I whole sickle cell John Brown man. If I you were, was going to say, you uh, could just what about Corey Coleman? They're going to suck. They're going to have to throw. They're going to have to throw. Yeah, and Pryor's gone. I mean, he's another kind of boom bust guy. Yeah. Um, but, but he's I think got we a, could find someone consistent. He's got a high yeah. pedigree, though. I mean, he was. They spent some. Yeah. I mean, he was a first round pick. You know. Yeah. Um, man, I, I, I just wish. Coleman. Yeah, I wish. I, I wish John Brown would just be healthy, and he's already had a couple like, you know, hamstring stuff, uh, something going on in camp. Yeah. Tyrell yeah, Williams. Weeks ago, he would have been my pick, but yeah. So. Man, the other guy that sort of makes me pause is Randall Cobb, maybe just on that offense that just, you know, he was no. hurt last year. Yeah, he was he was hurt he last, year. last year. He never came back the way yeah. he should have. He, he's getting old and he doesn't want to admit it. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Um yeah, the other guys that are on that list, I feel like, you know, I'm sort of interested in Cole Beasley. Um, I'm sort of interested in seeing what John Ross does, but man, that's another boom bust kind of guy. Yeah. Um, you know, Mike Wallace has been pretty consistent the last couple of years. What do you, what do y'all think? What do you think? So I would be okay taking Coleman knowing that he's a little bit risky because I think that like a guy like Beasley is probably going to be around for another what? round or so. And we yeah. can get his his consistent what like five to seven catches a game, um, to kind of even out. Cool. Well, hell, let's go Corey Coleman. See what happens. All right, so we grabbing Coleman, and then we've got Jack Doyle taking the Broncos' first defense taking oh, the defense Chiefs. Run there. Really taking Matt Forte, Ebron, Seahawks, Texans. So the Chiefs, the Broncos, the Seahawks, the Texans are all off the table. Cameron Brayton, the twelfth, is pretty solid too. I like that. Yeah. Pick. Um, man, if Mike Wallace would have been there, I'd have taken him. So. I, if those 
top level defenses went off, I say we wait on that. And we're sure as hell not taking a kicker right now. So let's go back to our running back. No, Maybe no, we can... no. <laughs> let's uh let's see if we can find a gym on this running back list. Maybe a guy who is going to kind of do something. Um I mean, Jacquez Rogers is still on there. We've mentioned him earlier a couple of times. So is yeah. Rawls. Um, yeah, we know Jaquiz is going to at least start those first three games, though. Yeah. So I say go him. Yeah. I say, you know, we know he's going to play. Um, he's the only starter starter there that, yeah, I say Jaquiz, yeah. especially with the way our roster's uh, constructed. Vikings. All right, so the Vikings go. Dak goes. Tom Rawls, James White. Background to us. What do you think? You want to look at uh, McFadden still sitting there, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to go. We might be able to pick him up off the waiver wire. Yeah, I think you're right. What? Uh, why don't you go look at tight ends just in case? Let's see if Gronk gets hurt. Like, let's see what's still left at tight end. If there's anything left. Fedorowicz is not a terrible <laughs> pick to me. Uh, yeah. He was pretty good last year, but he doesn't. I feel like we can get a comparable guy to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's our I wide receiver stream? Adam Thielen is still there. Yeah. Let's see. Marvin Jones, how the mighty have fallen from no. last year. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, Kevin White, I don't trust. Mm-mm. No, Richard Matthews was pretty, pretty good last year, but I'm afraid that he's going to get his targets eaten into with the old Decker being there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks like Cole Beasley's just going to be out there. We don't need to take that that pick on him. Uh, you know what? If I if it was me right here, I would probably take the Patriots defense. I know that's like we're picking, but I mean, I know people say don't don't use it. You know, go that early. But I, I think the Patriots defense is going to be pretty solid. I mean, they're going to yeah. be coached well. They're going to be out ahead of people. You know. Um, so is your thought, you know what you're getting. Yeah, and none of these guys are – none of this list is jumping off as like, oh, I just have to have these guys. No, there's like 20 guys that are pretty much the same, and you could just roll, roll them through on the waivers if you mm-hmm. need to. I think you're right. Stupid Bill Belichick, though. I know. I don't like drafting any Patriots, to be honest, but – well, you got a whole team of them. Or at least have a team I, of them. I got a couple. We've got, got three, couple. right? Yeah. Oh. So we're taking the Patriots, and then Jameis Winston goes, Cam Newton, Matt Stafford, Tyrod Taylor. Evan Ingram, the Giants. 
Yeah. So we got basically one more spot. Yeah. So running back, running back. We got four running back. We have five running backs, don't we? Yeah. And yeah. And then we've got five, five wide ones. Okay. Well, if we have five of each, then I say we, I mean, if it's up to me, I, I say we take another running back. I, I do too. Again, I, I know we keep going back to it, but just because of the uncertainty right now with Zeke, I think that's where we need our, we need more depth there. Yeah. And the only guy that's really jumping out to me that has a defined role, at least in the beginning of the year, is going to be none of them. <laughs> Maybe Jeremy Hill, yeah. if he ends up being the starter. <laughs> that's that's who I was thinking of just yeah. because he can do some crazy things, but yeah. then he'll also drive you nuts. But I hate that guy so much. He, I, yep. Oh, man. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess if this was me and this was my straight up draft, the fact that we don't know about it, like if I didn't know, I would definitely take McFadden like you were saying, but maybe we take a, um, you know, Marlon Mack supposedly is a really good player. Uh, and he is behind Frank Gore that could pass away at any time. That's I mean, right. I love Frank Gore, but like. Uh, if he I'm forgets like, his walker in the locker room. <laughs> could be it for him. Um, that's who, but at this point, you're just taking a, a shot. Yeah. At yeah. You don't yeah. know what, you know, you don't know really know anybody. You're, and you're then, taking the first guy you're going to cut. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? I know it said there on the experts to take Andy Dalton. Probably Andy Dalton would have been a better pick there, to be totally honest. You know? It's all right. We can cut Mac and get Dalton. <laughs> well, yeah, we can. I mean, he's still around. That's the thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, but I know we need a kicker, but like, we could pick him up. Yeah. Yeah. So honors goes to you there, Anderson. Let's see what you got for kicker. This is where This is where you win championships. Make a break right here. Well, first you gotta find him. <laughs> um, I mean the the top two. I mean, obviously you're going Justin Tucker and Guskowski. I mean, those are just your forever your one and twos. Yeah, I think your second tier is three and four right there, and then it yep. sort of drops off. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, then you're then you're betting on offenses here. It's yeah. It's yes. where where do you want to go? Okay, so do you think you're going to get close and get stuffed a couple of times with Dallas or Atlanta? I mean, are they going to be able to hit Julio Jones is, um, all the time, or are they going to get stuck? So, I, yeah. I think it's Matt Bryant for me. They scored yeah. so much last year, and, and you know they they pretty much have everything coming back. So uh, he was a he was a really solid kicker. Yeah, Bailey's good too, but I think I think Atlanta scores more points than Dallas. Do you get do you get any kind of bonuses for fifty yards? Mm-hmm. You do actually, yeah. I can say if, if you get that, I might think about Bailey. But if you're just getting the straight three, then yeah, I think it's Bryant. 
All right, so we'll go with Brian just to round off our our draft here. Draft completed. Yeah, let's analyze nice. those results and see what happens. See what these suckers think. These experts, quote unquote. I think if you scroll up, it should tell us our grade, whatever. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to, but at, okay. ooh, what? Yeah. Ugh. So for everyone who's uh, who's watching at home, uh, our draft grade is a D plus. Um, so sixty nine out of a hundred, and we're all educators, so that means we <laughs> are begging the teacher for one point so we can continue to play this week. But guys, yep. what you don't realize is that this is a team of destiny. Not only do we That's have right. Rob Gronkowski, but we have <laughs> our grade is sixty nine. I think it fits perfect. I think we're, <laughs> we're ready to go. We are so, ready to go. Yeah, I think uh, I, I feel good about that team. I mean, having to deal with yeah. some of the stuff we had to deal with, you know, because you have you have dominant players at Ezekiel Elliott, you know, Gronkowski, I think, is the dominant player. And everybody yep. else sort of fills in as pretty good. I, you know, I think our wide receivers, our top end wide receivers are a little weak. Yep. But, you know, I mean, what can you do? So... And you've got you've got some interesting guys there where I think you could play matchups and plug mm-hmm. your plug your receivers in and be okay. But I think with Zeke and Gronk, like you could easily have the top running back and the top tight end. Yeah, all you need is one of those guys to have a big week and they'll win you the whole damn thing. So yep. yeah. Yep. Yeah. I I think I feel pretty good about that. I mean, it's not ideal. I would much rather be drafting honestly, I I think I'd rather be in the sixth position. Yeah. Because you're still going to get either a top end, you're going to get one of the three good running backs or one of the three good wide receivers, and then you're yeah. coming back around much faster. But um, I, 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 it's okay, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think this team could do some things for sure. Well, there you go. All right. First mock draft, guys. Yeah. Nice. That only took the How absolute. What's up? I said, how was it? Uh, it was interesting to, to have y'all in my ear while we're doing it is, uh, it is very helpful. And we will, we will offer up the assistance of the guru and the girl. Um, you can, you can join our Patreon and you can buy them out for your, uh, for your draft. If you need them in your ear to tell you some advice, I'll be happy to do that. I mean, shoot, it, for, if you want to buy the plane ticket and the sub fee, you absolutely can have the guru or the girl. They will be there, and they will draft That's right. for you. That's right. All right, so uh, it, now that we've uh, taken up the majority of our, of our time, um, my question that we should have started with was, should I pre-draft? Um, and this is also known as should I pre-drink? <laughs> I think the answer was overwhelmingly practice, practice, practice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Always helpful. It does help because you can you can try. Like we went and we tried to go Gronk second pick. 
and we saw what we ended up with. Now, would yeah. we have a totally different team if we would have gone Rodgers there or if we would have gone wide receiver there? Yeah, so it's kind of good to know where you're going to go and then to sort of do it just to see how things shape out. Because if you just hated this roster, then, you know, don't go Gronk there, yeah. you know, like you, you need to take better people, you know, different people. So it's um, it's interesting to do it in a bunch of different, you know, yeah. taking different strategies to see how it all ends up. I think that's the key thing, right, is don't take the same players every time, because then if, if something happens in your real draft, you don't you don't have any backup plan. But if you if you try different scenarios and different situations, you'll have your plan B, your plan C, your plan D. You'll you'll feel more confident. All right, so I'm going to switch this real quick. So now that we've uh, we've got our draft going, and uh, I'm going to switch this down to some college football. So uh, Lincoln Riley, who is 33 years old, has become the youngest college football coach. I don't know if it's ever, but currently he is the youngest at 33 years old. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on how OU is going to do this year? Uh, 1038 and OU still sucks. Yeah, that a girl, that a girl. <laughs> yeah, um, I think he's you going. Know where we live. There's, there's something about you know Stoops had, he had a little swagger to him that I don't think that this kid's gonna have. Now I'm sure he came up in the system and he's gonna do a lot of the same things, but there's something about that you know having that presence there. So. Um, I, you know, I, I hope this rivalry gets renewed with our two, you know, new head coaches coming in here and, and getting after it. I think, I think Texas stomps them out though this year. I agree. All right. So, uh, so then let's go to, um, speaking of a rivalry uh, and the two new head coaches who wins in fisticuffs, Herman or Riley. I've, I've never, I've never actually seen Riley. What does he look like? Um, like he could fight. He's not too dissimilar from Tom Herman. Like oh, he really? might be the world's worst fight. <laughs> did well, did you see the... With the sledgehammer? I mean, that was the most awkward thing I think I've ever seen. I did see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and he was. Did you see the new UT locker room? It's awesome. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So he gets he gets everybody in there and it. Like all, his, like you look at him and he's there in shorts and slides. It's like, dude, way to dress up. Yeah, yeah. He he is football coach. Yeah, yeah. but that's why I think I think Herman could take him absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So we're tr- I'm trying to get Jay a picture okay, of. I see, uh, him. I see him right there. I go Herman. Yeah, I put my down hand on Herman. Yeah. Can we give Herman a? Uh, oh, look at that headshot. That's a little, <laughs> that's a little head tilty. Like that's a yeah. little like, you that's know. That's not a natural pose. No, I don't, I don't like that at all. Go straight on, bud. The turn, <laughs> I, I don't like that. I feel like that's a glamour shot. He's probably got his leg kicked up in the air too, like the sorority girls do when they're taking their pictures. Man, and- I want to see what Bill Benbaugh's the rest of his profile looks like. Is he laying on a couch and he's? <laughs> <laughs> is laying out like uh, the old Burt Reynolds poster, you know. What I'm yes. talking about? That is what is yes. happening there. Oh. Joe Namath action. <laughs> there you go. All right. So then, uh, my other big one was um, 
and Kelsey and I kind of talked about this one. Ole Miss, um, old Dirty Miss. Yeah, Hugh Freeze, man. You just can't be. You can't be sending messages to prostitutes. I'm sorry. You just. You can't no. do it. You know. <laughs> no. It's gonna come back and bite you. I mean, it really is. Yeah. So. Unless you're Rick Pitino, you just got to stay. Away. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. So this. Um, so my wife is a huge state fan. She went to state, and she uh, she goes back every year to watch a game. And so she was uh, doing a little research on her own in this story. And the person who broke the story, who actually did all the legwork, was a state fan who went in and researched every single phone call that had been made from the coach's office, got an open records request. And I mean, this is how much they they dislike each other. And he went through every single one and he called all the phone numbers and they voluntarily offered up that information and said, yeah, yeah, they call us. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to know that's happening. I mean, you got to know when you're in that position, you can't you can't be doing that. You cannot be doing that. Well, and that's what's so sad about it is because, like, Ole Miss, yes, they're, I, I guess, I mean, depends on what year, they're a top 50 team kind of routinely, uh, specifically because they're in the SEC and they get a little more spotlight because you have Alabama, LSU, other big, good big schools, but that's just a, a kick butt conference. But if it's happening there, especially in that little Bible Belt, like, yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. Like what's happening in Michigan? What's happening at Ohio state? You don't want to know. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just stay out of that one. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I, I did want to, uh, to talk about some, some real football. So soccer made a, a huge transfer this week. So, um, this guy, his name's Neymar. He's from Brazil so he ends up getting transferred from Barcelona to Premier Saint-Germain, so PSG. So he goes from Spain to France. Um, and it cost them – here, I'll pull up the article so y'all can read it. But overall, the length of the deal, it will end up costing PSG over $528 million. Yeah, what? Crazy. Just Is this – uh, another dude named Neymar? Or something that's close to that, because I thought that there was another. I get all these Brazilian dudes confused, but I thought there was another guy that. Um, I, in my head, when I hear that name, I picture somebody other than this guy. Well, so this guy is twenty-five years old. No, they, see, this is a different guy than what. Not, I don't know, man. I don't, I should shut up. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about when it comes to soccer. I don't know. But in my head, it was a different cat. Um, he looked, I don't know. He, for some reason, I thought he looked more like the, um, is Ronaldo and Ronaldino? Is that two different guys? Yes. Well done, Jay. (laughs) There you go. I I thought this dude looked more like one of those two guys. So I, I don't know, but I, again, I don't know. No, like I know who you're talking about, uh, Ronaldo Dino. He's a he is a generation above us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
He's the guy with and, long and, hair, right? He had long hair for. Yeah. 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 That's him. Uh, so yeah, he's a Brazil soccer player still goes around the world and, and, and plays and it's still very good, but he's just not this good anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But to activate um, the transfer fee, PSG had to pay Barcelona $263 million. Yeah. It's crazy. So just to, just to get into the, the conversation, just to get him there, they had to pay that much money for him, which is absolutely absurd. And he is going to make uh, $53 million a year. So that, that 263, that's not even salary. That's just like to have a cup of coffee. Yeah, that was just yeah, to that, get him to your team, like a buyout, right? Yes. That was how much the contract cost. That doesn't not, and that's just going to the, that's going to Barcelona. So Barcelona said, yes, we will sell you his contract, but you've got to renegotiate with him. And wow. in order to get into the contract, this is how much you're going to have to pay us. Dude, that's one insane. guy. Half a billion dollars. Yeah. I mean, that's nuts. And so this year alone, like he'll make, I think it was like $34 million after taxes. Man, that's not bad. No, that's a pretty decent year. But then I did some research and I found this article and I thought it was really cool. And it said what you could buy for Neymar's PSG transfer three. So just the $263 million move to PSG, here's what some of the things that you could buy if you had that kind of money. And did I forget to mention he's 25 years old? Yeah, jeez. And so you could buy 137 properties in London. Okay. It's not bad. You could buy over 1,000 four-year degrees for students at MIT. Well, that'd be nice. Yeah. You could buy one Boeing 787 Dreamliner. You could educate 1.5 million Indian primary school students for one year. You could pay Bill Clinton to speak consecutively for 42 days. (laughs) That's a bargain right there. (laughs) That's a hell of a filibuster. (laughs) Um, you could run the U.S. military for three and a half hours. Now, that would be fun. Okay. You could get <laughs> some stuff bad. done in three and a half hours, yeah. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, okay, so what can I do? Like, just run it or, like, can I do some stuff? Or is that, like, an extra fee that I have to pay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you you could buy six Greek islands. Um, or you could cover um, – 1.3%, oh no, excuse me, um, 0.013% of money lost to corruption globally. Jeez. Well, how, where do you think this money comes from to pay this dude? Exactly. <laughs> well, that's probably true. <laughs> um, um, you could run a Syrian refugee camp in Turkey for 11 years. Well, if he doesn't do that, he's a big asshole now. Yeah, so. you're a horrible person. <laughs> Or you could uh, buy three quarters of Lionel Messi. Which which quarters though? I mean, that's an important part because if you I just think get you like can... legs and an arm, like is that as important? Like, yeah, you can at least you could you could minimally get like the tattoo leg, and you could get the the arm. What if you go an armless Messi? I mean, he's a soccer player; he doesn't really need him. Ooh, interesting. 
Uh, but are we talking like uh, Marty McFly and Back to the Future? Like he's almost around. Like he does because he's not quite there, and so he can't quite facilitate himself. Like his Polaroid is starting to disappear. Yeah. But this is how much money those cats are getting paid. That's insane. That's pretty wild. So whenever we're talking about football players making a ton of money, like you look at the world game for soccer. Oh no, football makes they're. They're not even close. I mean, they're like the worst paid guys professionally, yeah. you know, like. Well, and that's what sucks. Male like professional what, athletes. I was talking to uh, somebody this week about like the contracts and, and what you've got to do in order to get to that next level of like, oh, well, it's like the 1% of all high school athletes get to go and play college. Well, then the 1% of all the college athletes get to go play in the NFL. It's like, I wonder how many of those cats actually get to stay on and keep playing after that rookie contract. Who knows? Yeah, it's a number. Yeah, it's got to be small. I think because the average career is like right around two years. Jeez, that's just ridiculous. That's- and so where do everybody go? Do they go up and, and play in Canada for as long as they can? Do they have to go to the real world? Open steakhouses? Yeah, yeah <laughs> go back and work for their their alma mater. Yeah. <laughs> I just I, I hear Vin, I hear the VY Steakhouse is nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so nice it's closing down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think he I don't think he's owned it in a while. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder if he's uh, not exactly able to live off the royalties that they promised him. No, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, but I thought that was pretty interesting. Like you can. Like he's he's not the best player in the world. Like Messi is arguably one of two of the best players in the world, and uh, he's still like for that amount of money, he's still not even close. Yeah, it's insane. So, but that's all my soccer stuff. Thanks for playing along. No, always. Uh, any other big things y'all need to plug? No, not really, man. I feel like this was a marathon episode. I didn't mean to, you know, uh, you know, take commandeer it with my mock draft here, but, uh, you know, I was just really kind of nervous about that three spot yeah. and what to do. So thank you guys yeah. for humoring me and let me do that. Yeah, definitely. It was interesting. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll see if we can do another one. Maybe we'll do a, a couple lightning round ones. Yeah, for sure. Like for sure. I mean, I like it's, it. All the news that's about to be coming out of camps and stuff, we're going to have plenty to talk about for sure. Most definitely. All right. Well, uh, faculty and staff will try to get back to y'all in a week. It might be more just depending on um, what happens with, uh, with like Jay said, with the injury reports. And, and But we will most likely try to get back to you in a week. Uh, give or take a couple of days. So uh, you can follow Kelsey at SportyKJ. You can call, follow Coach Fishback at Coach Fishback or myself, Coach Nathan A. Uh, you can follow us at TGTGATG. And we also have a Gmail. Uh, you can send us mail, uh, TGTGATG at gmail.com. Uh, you it. You've been practicing, dude. Oh, maybe. Um, <laughs> Uh, thank y'all have a wonderful week and see y'all in just a little while adios adios